0: Good morning everyone out there this is Craig and today we're going to be talking about pushing forward in ministry. First of all let me say we all are involved in some form of ministry sometimes people think because you're not behind the pulpit that you don't have a ministry but let me tell you something we all have a ministry furthermore we all are ministers which only means a servant so we all have some form of ministry with that being said we're going to be coming from the book of 2nd Timothy, the first chapter, the third through the seventh verse. And this is Paul talking to his spiritual son, Timothy. And he says, I thank God whom I serve for my forefathers with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that is in thee also, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound. Mind, so what we want to do is we want to key in on that six and seven verse. Paul tells Timothy, Here, listen, stir up the gift. What does it mean to stir up the gift? It means, first of all, to arouse or excite the feelings or passions of, in other words, to fire up. So, what Paul was basically telling Timothy was, Listen, get your fire back for ministry. Obviously, Timothy was going through something because here we see Paul says that. Listen, I'm mindful of your tears. Can I say this? Ministry is not always easy. It's hard. Dealing with people in general is difficult. Be it your family members, be it church members, be it people on the job. No matter what kind of setting we are in, as long as it involves dealing with people, it's going to be difficult. But we must remember the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities. You know, it's not the people per se, but it's the enemy a lot of times using people. So with that being said, Paul reminds Timothy to keep the fire burning. And then in verse 7 he says, For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now that word fear means timidness, it means to show fear, a lack of confidence. See, God doesn't want us to have a spirit of timidity, but rather he wants us to be bold and confident, full of faith. The old folks used to call it holy boldness. Hebrews 10 and 38 says, "Not a just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Okay, what does it mean to draw back? In other words, it means to make a retreat from an earlier commitment or activity you know sometimes the enemy will try to get us to crawfish on our commitment with God to start backing up but you know God is not pleased when we shrink back in fear instead God wants us to keep moving forward boldly in faith in spite of the way things may appear or what we may be going through at the time you know the Bible says that we are more than conquerors instead of allowing those difficulties those trials those situations cause us to begin to shrink back okay moving forward we're gonna look at Luke 9 and 61 and 62 and it says and another also said Lord I will follow you but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house but Jesus said to him no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God okay now what does that mean well a plow is a farming tool it was used to turn up dirt when farming. what a plow does is it digs up the dirt and if you ever seen it in the movie a plow makes a lot of straight lines in order to keep the line straight it was necessary for the farmer to keep his eyes focused on a marker see they had a marker at one end of the land and what they would do is keep their eye on that marker and it would allow them to make a straight line but if at any point he took his eyes off the marker, then the lines will come out crooked. The point Jesus was making was, once a person start out or makes the commitment to service in God's kingdom, then they mustn't look back or withdraw from that commitment. So the question is this, what are some of the things that will cause a person to look back or withdraw from their commitment to preaching the gospel? Well, number one, adversity. Okay, what is Adversity. Number one, opposition. You know, we're gonna receive opposition. We're gonna receive resistance. You know, we're gonna have even people to come up against us or what have you. You know, I have a saying, if you're not experiencing opposition, then you're in the wrong position. You know, because if you're in the right position, you're gonna experience opposition. If the enemy is not bothering you, if the enemy is not coming out against you, that means you're doing something wrong. Okay, B, hardships. Now, what is hardship? Adversity, affliction, or trouble, anything that is hard to endure. In John 16 and 33, it says, Then these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Now, Jesus said that, listen, you're going to have tribulation, you're going to have trouble, you're going to have trials. God lets us clearly know that we are going to go through things going through things and to have tribulation and to have hardship and adversity affliction that's a part of life not only for believers but unbelievers as well proverbs 24 and 10 says if thou faint in the day of adversity thy strength is small adversity has a way of showing us who we are or where we are in the faith ecclesiastes 7 and 14 says in the day of prosperity be joyful but in the day of adversity consider god also has set the one over against the other to the end that man should find nothing after him now look what it says in the erv version it says when life is good enjoy it but when life is hard remember that god gives us good times and hard times and no one knows what will happen in the future In the living bible it says so that everyone will realize that nothing is certain in life now why would god not want us to know nothing is certain? well number one so that we wouldn't become complacent you know god has a way of keeping us on our knees and dependent on him difficulties in life makes for a better prayer life and greater need to look to god continuously we pray better when there's trouble we don't like trouble and we don't like difficulty but at the same time trouble and difficulty has benefits to it there's a positive side to suffering or going through here again why would god not want us to know nothing is certain well secondly that our motives for serving him would remain pure you know if people knew serving god meant an easy life then everyone would serve god just to make their life easier But because we suffer just like everyone else, and in some instances, as Christians, we even go through even greater, then suffering serves to to filter out those whose motives are impaired from those whose motives are pure. Although we suffer, you know, as Christians, we're not alone in our suffering. God is with us in our sufferings. You know, God has a way of keeping us off balance. And then when we go through and we suffer, it helps us to identify with those who are suffering. You know, I don't think God wants us to go through this life with blindfold is on, you know, to turn a blind eye to the sufferings of other people. So suffering has a way of helping us to feel what other people feel. But at the same time, you know, it's beneficial to us in our spiritual life. Second Corinthians five and seven says, for we walk by faith, not by sight, And I love what it says in the New Living Translation. It says, for we live by believing and not by seeing. See, we must press on in spite of what we see in the natural, in spite of the way things look, in spite of the way things may feel at times, in spite of what we're going through, we have to press forward with God. With that being said, listen, stir up the gift. Don't let your fire go out, amen? Keep believing and hoping for the best. Be blessed out there until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen.